LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. Hello and thank you for listening to LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. Stephen Doyle here and changing up this week's podcast to mark the first round of the FAI Cup. You'll be hearing from two managers and two players from four amateur clubs gearing up to try and kill a giant. So, coming up this week. You're playing bunch of senior league teams, you're playing teams in Dublin in the Intermediate Cup or whatever during the year. So, I think it's always nice to kind of have a team who's supposedly a step up and, and stuff and probably a better pitch or a stadium, a bit more atmosphere. From the club's point of view, um, it, it would be a great occasion. Both from a footballing point of view and a manager's point of view, it may be a difficult experience for us, you know. He will have to get a result on Friday. I think he, the pressure is on them and I think it's a free hit from uh, our side of things. Um, be well up for it. Well, there's nothing to fear for us and there's nothing to lose for, for us as a group. So we're just going to give it a go and see where it comes, what comes out of it on Saturday. Ringmahan Rangers midfielder Evan Galvin's relishing the chance to face Kerry in the kingdom. St. Michael's boss John Kremen admits facing a Waterford side banging form is a tough task for a side in pre-season. Kilbarrick United defender Dan O'Byrne thinks the pressure is all on Finn Harps who travelled to Dublin's north side. And Cockhill Celtic manager Gavin Cullen is ready to have a crack at the Seagulls in Bunkrana. If you can, like and subscribe to the podcast, which is out every Thursday, and you can find me on Twitter under the handle at DubSoulRebel. Well, before I go any further, I'd like to offer my condolences to Cork City striker Rory Keating after the death of his dad, Kieran. It's impossible to imagine the pain and loss being felt by Rory, his mother, Anne-Marie, and the rest of the Keating family this week. I've no doubt manager Liam Buckley and everyone at Cork City will give Rory all the support he needs at the moment. Our love of football is usually intertwined with our families who we love and treasure the most and which never fades. I'm sure Rory's dad was proud of everything he's achieved. May he rest in peace. On match day 24 in the Premier Division, as Jack Moylan nears the exit at Shelburne, he did score the opener on Friday night at Tolka Park. Ten minutes though before full-time, Johnny Afalabi equalised for Bohemians, continuing his brilliant hot streak. After scoring in each of the last four league matches, the Bow striker is up to six goals for the season. Adam Foley's another striker in form and his fourth in five matches put the cherry on top of Drogheda United's 3-1 win at bottom side UCD. The students remain 14 points off safety after Sligo Rovers' 3-0 win at home against Cork City. On match day 23 in the first division, one of the fixtures fell foul of the torrential rain on Friday. Treaty United's home clash with Waterford will have to be played on another date. There were three red cards and three goals at the Carlisle grounds. Ten-man Wexford scored all the goals to go two points behind opposition Bray Wanderers, who finished the 3-0 defeat with nine men. Leaders Galway United won 1-0 away to Athlone Town. There was an impressive 4-3 win in a brilliant game in Bally Buffet for the home team Finn Harps against against an informed Cove Ramblers. Longford Town were 2-1 winners at home to Kerry on Saturday, so themselves and Harps are just five points off their playoff places. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball.
Coming up in the FAI Cup first round, well, one quirk of the draw is that all of the Premier Division clubs avoided non-league sides. Six of the 16 ties take place on Friday night with the big one at a sold-out Daly Mount Park. Just a week after they drew in the league, Bohemians and Shelburne meet again. There's another top-flight pair meeting at Weavers Park, where Sligo Rovers go to face Drogheda United. There's an all-monster clash in the kingdom, as the bottom side in the first division, Kerry, play Ringmahan Rangers. Rangers midfielder Evan Galvin feels that his side are well capable of mixing it with a second tier club. But well, I think what you find as well when you're playing kind of first division league of Ireland or like a lot of the a lot of the players playing Munster Senior League or I suppose Leinster Senior League. Like a lot of them are ex League of Ireland. Like we played St. Marcus last season and there was there was five or six lads I knew from from growing up underage from Dublin and all playing Munster Senior or Leinster Senior League now. So but the, the standard is still very good, you know. And I think obviously this game it's, it's pre-season for us still but um, like when we played three last year it was 4-3 after extra time and so if we had a slice look on the day we, we'd have done a job and I'm like so so no it's not not, not, not that uh, different just a bit more social side with this obviously and Slightly less mm. commi- commitment to it, and that that suits lads as well when they're working. You know, the Cork side managed by Basil Foley have some ex League of Ireland lads in the squad. One of them made over three hundred appearances for Cork City. Garrod Marcy, to be fair, he he's still playing with us, but he's a little bit more hands on with the coach in this season, which is good. So um, everyone has something to bring to the table. You know what I mean? So, but Basil Basil is the main man. I ha- I have to say that Garrod, what a player he was. Yeah, still is made a massive difference there last year. Definitely in the bigger games, he was there. Uh, he was handy up in St. Mark's away now and in the intermediate cup game. So, um, but it's good. It's good to see him kind of getting his bit of experience in with the coaching as well, and uh, he's well able for that too. So, there's some real spice when these two counties clash in Gaelic football. How about in an FAI Cup tie? No, I'd say if it was against a Dublin club, now would be more spice. To be honest, <laughs> but um, no, no, no. I think we're all looking forward to the night out in Clarny afterwards as well. Nah, it'll be it'll be a good game. Look, obviously Kerry are going to be a little bit fitter than us, but. Um, and I was only talking to a fellow there today this, he said they have, a, they have a couple of good players but uh, not looking forward to it it'll be a good game good pitch bit of an atmosphere obviously there'll be plenty from Ringman travelling down as well so really looking forward to it we've nothing to lose Robbie, we're the underdogs for, for once I suppose which is which is interesting Mount Hawk Park it's a decent facility as well good pitch down there so no excuses yeah. on that front no absolutely not so I don't think there will be really I think we're back training in two weeks as well like, like we're only off for a month so it's not like we're that unfit you know obviously lads are going on holidays and stuff and, but we're fine we had a couple of friendlies we had a game down now last night again and we're training Wednesday like so we're, we're taking over we'll be fine with the amateur sides playing the old autumn to spring season cup upsets these days are as rare as hen's teeth Calvin isn't ruling one out on Friday night though against the young struggling Kerry side. Probably doesn't suit the intermediate teams like I suppose. That's it though, we played treaty there last season, it was four three. That was that was probably mid to the back end of our season, so we were as fit as fiddles as well. Like but um like, we have we've a good team, we've plenty of experience, like Maca there now, Garrod, Rico, there'd be plenty of our lads would have played so either cross channel growing up or our League of Ireland. So um so no, we've a good side, so we fancy it. Yeah, and were you hoping to get a, a League of Ireland club? Were you, was that the hope for? I, I know. Quite it, always make, it always makes it more interesting, out, to be fair. Like obviously, you're playing your own kind of. You're playing Munster Senior League teams, you're playing teams in Dublin in the Intermediate Cup or whatever during the year. So I think it's always nice to kind of have a team who's so obviously they're, they're supposedly a step up and, and stuff and probably a better pitch or a stadium, a bit more atmosphere. So 
Definitely, yeah. Over to the southeast, Dan, that's where fellow core club Avondale United go to play Wexford. The other core club, Cove Ramblers, are away to UCD. On the other side of the Liffey, Kilbarrick United welcome Finn Harps to Greendale. The Dubliners have been bolstered by the addition of former Bowes, Warren Point and Shells defender Dan O'Byrne. He played nearly 200 league games, but is happy now that he stepped away from the paid ranks. Yeah, it was like obviously it's a lot of commitment and sometimes you look at it and you think to yourself, what you get in, you don't really get out that kind of way. Like I'm 30 now and I've got to say I've... I've done as good as I could have done in my ability like you could say like I didn't win anything yeah but from my ability I'm glad to say I've done what I've done and that if that makes sense mm. um, I, I wasn't a superstar or anything like that but it was from what I had I, I got out of it in that kind of sense and now it's the time I think looking back and where where I'm going I think it's the right time to step back from it and start enjoying not it is still serious and I still will commit as much as I did when I was playing professional as if you could say and then um, give it a good goal like. Having played in a few different leagues Byrne has an excellent feel for the varying standards he feels that Leinster senior league players shouldn't be too overconfident when facing first division clubs in the cup Yeah 100% like obviously um, you can see and you can hear the old saying of the the lads in the Lancer Senior League used to say, oh, it'll make the step up, no problem. But it is a massive step up. Like, I've noticed that going down the leagues, like, I was obviously playing the Premier Division, then was in the Fourth Division with Shelbourne, and then the Premier Division up north, and the Fourth Division up north. There, There is big steps, and to get to the, the top half, like, maybe Premiership in this league, in the League of Ireland is massive. It is a big drop, like, it's, uh, overall, you don't get a minute on the ball. It's more um, set up and like that going into Finn Harps on Friday. It, I don't know if the lads realise how much of it a big chance it is and to have a go with them. Up until February, United were on an incredible run of over 40 Leinster Senior League matches unbeaten. Greendale is a bit of a fortress for them as well. Yeah, 100%. I spoke to, other, um, I spoke to another club and I was speaking about the game and he's in the fourth division and he says the one club I didn't want is Kabarik. Like the momentum is there and especially they're out there getting the game in Greendale. A lot of work has gone on with the committee and Camaric United fair play to the lads for getting the game on in Greendale because um, it's a big thing for the area. But like that, they they haven't lost a league game there in four years and they want like obviously I think they lost one cup game. So, um, It'd be, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. Finn Harp's first season under manager Dave Rogers hasn't gone as smoothly as they would have wanted. They're struggling to get into the playoffs and Burn feels that the gaffer might be desperate to get the win. Yeah, absolutely. I've been on both ends now and you can see, like I, I was on the both ends of being a Finn Harp's player going into the game against Kabarik and Friday. And sometimes you do like that a little bit, but as you said, Finn Harp's haven't gone as the way they hoped they would, especially with them being full-time or half and half full time part time and he will he will have to put, uh, get a result on Friday I think he the pressure is on them and I think it's a free hit from uh, our side of things 
um, be well over. All of those Friday night matches kick off at 7.45. Five matches on Saturday with two of them kicking off at 2 o'clock. Treaty United host Premier Division strugglers Cork City at Markets Field. Up in Bunkrana, Cockhill Celtic welcome Bray Wanderers. Celtic boss Gavin Cullen told me what the First Division's fifth place side can expect. Oh, look, they'll come up. Our, our pitch and setups are excellent. Um, the, the facilities are very, very good at the club. Um, they'll be welcome, so they will. But look, once it comes to the game, I suppose we've we've to do a job and they have to do a job. Um, we we give it our best. Obviously, they'll go into the game favourites because of the League of Ireland side and they're in season as well. But look, the, the, there's there's nothing to fear for us and there's nothing to lose for for us as a group. So look, we're just going to give it a go and see where it comes, what comes out of it on Saturday. The Donegal outfit were beaten in a penalty shootout by Rockmount in the FAI Intermediate Cup final in April. A run that both management and players learned much from. Ah, it was a great experience. Look, we had, we had tough ties. We were in Dublin four times and and Cork twice in the cup run. So it was it was a major major accomplishment to actually get there because they're always tough ties isn't that there um, we always believed over the last few years that we decide as good as anybody in the country at that level uh, I think it was sort of just that, that we sort of proved it at, at last you know Cullen is a goalkeeper by trade and has managed the team since 2015 formerly of Finn Harps I asked him how a goalkeeper's unique view of the game can help in management oh absolutely like I, I, I feel good goalkeepers can, can actually help control games and manage games and see things out I always believe that goalkeepers that make lots of saves and stuff like that they, they, they ain't doing their job properly you know if they're doing their job properly they're getting players in positions and, and, and players are listening to them and, and they don't have as many saves to make you know and if you look at the best goalkeepers in the world you know they, they're not overworked but when they are worked in, no, they come up with the goods. And, and I think that's key to that position. As mentioned earlier, the Wicklow Club aren't home and hosed yet in reaching the first division playoffs. Could this work to the home team's advantage? Uh, maybe. Um, hopefully. Uh, I would probably say the opposite. I would say because of a couple of results they had and maybe under a better pressure that they'll need to come up here and get a result. So they'll possibly go as strong as they possibly can and try and put the game to bed as early as they can. Uh, but that, look, again, I don't know what I'll be thinking um, sometimes when squad players come in they have a point to prove and they'll do better than, than the players that are playing a week in week out so look they're, they're, I'm sure they're all good players and they're all good pros so I'm, I'm sure whatever team they, they choose to play will be a very good side The aforementioned Rockmount are away to Gorey Rangers at 3 o'clock then at 5 on Saturday Goal United entertained Dublin club Bangor Celtic while in Tipperary inform Waterford clash with Munster neighbours St Michael's the host team's manager, John Kremen, isn't underestimating the task ahead of them. Strange one is, it's obviously it's a huge occasion for the club. Um, and, you know, Watford are, are, are a well-known team in the League of Ireland, and particularly, you know, we're only an hour from Watford. So, you know, Watford and, and Nimerick and, and Cork would be, their results would be well looked at, you know, around here. So, um, from the club's point of view, um, it, it would be a great occasion both from a footballing point of view and a manager's point of view, having to deal with a team that that are on the type of run that Watford are on and, and the way they're playing and uh, it may be a difficult experience for us, you know. We spoke about the difficulty for amateur sides now in having to bring pre-season forward to play these cup matches. You can hear the full interview on the LOI Matchday Extra pod, which you'll find in the same feed as this one. But it did lead on to a conversation about the talk around a League of Ireland third division, which Kremen isn't too sure about. You would wonder if, if the appetite is there for, for a third tier. Um, 
definitely among, I presume, among the, the more senior teams in the Leicester Senior League and most of the Senior League was something that might be an option for them. I think with, with clubs like ourselves, you know, we'd have to look at the financial aspect and the travelling aspect because uh, we are a small club, uh, you know, in terms of size and in terms of the, the, the money side of it. So while there, there might be an appetite, I don't, I'm not really sure whether uh, financially it would make sense. Yeah, I totally understand what you mean. It, it, perhaps you could look at something maybe like, I know, like say the likes of Germany, they have these kind of regional leagues when you go further down the down the tiers and perhaps maybe that's something that could be looked at. So you're kind of keeping the the, the lower divisions as, as playing local clubs. Yeah, I mean, definitely if, if it was regionalised and, and the, the travelling was kept to a minimum and then obviously the costs... Um, it's definitely something that might take off. Back to Saturday's game and there's one advantage for the non-league clubs. They can see their opposition in action to prepare for the ties. I, I suppose that's that, that's true. We've, you know, we've, we've a lot of lads would look at the, the League of Ireland football anyway, um, even before the draw was made. So we, we would have been well aware of how well Watford were going even prior to the draw. But obviously those games have, have created a lot more interest around the place since then. Um and yeah, okay, they, they may not have seen a whole lot about us and I'm sure they'll prepare for the game in the manner in which they normally do. Um, but I think the task in front of us is, is significant. So how does Kremen think he'll approach this meeting with Keith Long's free-scoring team? Generally, you know, we go into most games um, on the front foot. We, we, we like to press teams high. We like to go at teams. Um, obviously... <laughs> That is not going to be the case on Saturday. Um, and, and, you know, look, you, you have to respect Waterford and you've got to respect the quality they have. I think we need to be, we need to be compact. We need to have a game plan. We need to keep, keep ourselves in the game. We have some really good attacking players, you know, like Jimmy Carr is, is an amateur international for a long time now. We've, we've got one or two lads that actually, funny enough, have been on the books of Waterford over the years. So we'd like to think that we can create some problems for them going forward but I think you know primarily we've got to make sure that you know we're we're not opened up early There's an early 11 o'clock start on Sunday for Lucan United who entertain Ringsend's St. Patrick's CY Port Leash entertains Scaries at 2 o'clock while there's two matches starting at 5 Cup holders Derry City welcome Athlone Town to the Ryan McBride Brandywell there's also the big clash of Dundalk and Shamrock Rovers at Oriel Park and wrapping up the weekend action at Bishop's Gate will be Longford Town and St. Patrick's Athletic. They kick off at six o'clock. Well, that's it for another edition of LOI Match Day. Don't forget you can hear the full interviews on the LOI Match Day Extra podcast. Thank you for listening and safe travels to the match. LOI Match Day on Off the Ball.